0: Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Ongozi Onoha. I am a primary care internist geriatrician. Welcome to my podcast. I'm the founder of Health for Niger for health education and improving health literacy and health equity globally. This podcast is only for education and not medical advice. The audio is recorded live and unedited. If you've enjoyed the content, please share with your family and friends. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Health for Nature podcast. Here we talk about health conversations and anything else to help people attain their maximum health. Today, we have a very exciting guest. I'm so happy to introduce Dr. Edo McGee. Welcome. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you, Ngozi. I am uh, just excited to be able to be a part of your amazing, amazing podcast with Health MindJet and love all the
0: work you do. Thank you. So I'm going to give an intro about you and your incredible accomplishments and your journey as well. We really need to hear about that. So, Dr. Edo McGee is a pharmacist, an educator, a breast cancer wellness coach, and the founder of SEW Mental Wellness. So provides mental health coaching and support to breast cancer survivors and thrivers so your journey is that you were diagnosed with breast cancer in 2017 right yes and mental health coaching helped you with recovery and you've decided to empower other women going through the same thing so we'd love to hear about your journey as a breast cancer survivor thriver and how you're serving the breast cancer community so welcome to this podcast
1: Absolutely. Thank you again for the opportunity. Yeah. So being diagnosed in 2017 at the age of 33 with a three-year-old, my world's definitely turned upside down, but being in the health industry, I, you know, I understood what all treatments I needed to go through. So I sort of kind of put my head down and went through treatment. I had to do a chemo um, and a double mastectomy. But the whole time I truly was um, depressed, anxious, and almost hopeless um, because no one wants to hear the C word. Um, And getting that diagnosis and still following the doctor's orders and doing everything that they wanted. But deep down inside, just my mental health, was not being taken care of. It was almost like they only focused on my physical health. Um, and it wasn't until, it, actually my oncologist at one point recommended that I go talk to a therapist, okay. um, a licensed pra- um, practicing therapist, mental health um, practitioner. And that's when I, I said, okay, let me go do it and unpack some of the things. So when you're a breast cancer survivor, you are, there's several things going on. You're mourning the loss of losing your hair from chemotherapy. You're mourning the loss of, if you have to do surgery like I did with the double mastectomy of losing your breast. So you're mourning the loss of various things and you truly have to unpack it or it will almost manifest in a different way. Um, So I did, I went and talked to the therapist and that was just the most impactful thing as part of my treatment. In addition to that, that, my therapist introduced me to um, certified peer specialists and their framework is to truly have a recovery um, mindset. Um, And it's typically used, you probably may be familiar if you are like in the substance abuse arena. Um, However, I think it was so critical for me on my recovery journey uh, with breast cancer. And so I became, um, after understanding the framework, I actually went and got certified because I really wanted to be able to make sure that I could help other women going through this To not only understand, it's not just the physical part of, you know, going through treatment with breast cancer, but also addressing the mental
0: health aspect of breast cancer. Okay, that is really amazing to hear that you got the support. But I think also for me, that the fact that your oncologist recognized that you needed therapy. And more so, the fact that you attended therapy. Yes. Because there is a lot of stigma surrounding therapy and coaching. But when, when your oncologist recommended you attend therapy, did you sort of push back on it and maybe do some research? And maybe you didn't want to go initially? I know. And
1: I think to answer your question, I, you know, I I think in our community growing up in Nigeria, it's almost like we don't want to talk about anything bad. We just sweep it under the carpet. The thing for me though, was that mourning the loss of some of these things and feeling like less than because I didn't have breasts anymore, just less than it was manifesting itself in other um, areas of my life. And as a mother, as I'm raising my child to be the best version of himself, I felt like it it was definitely so important for me to fight and not just brush it under the carpet, because then it was showing up in different ways in my life um, and affecting other things um, and other relationships, my husband, um, you, you know, just feeling less than a woman. Um, So I really had to address it and I know it was difficult because our culture is to sort of, you know, you only talk about the good things, but I think we hopefully in 2022 we're still trying to push away that stigma. Because there's no need to suffer in silence. Um, we have to stop suffering in silence. So I just want to encourage anyone that's listening to this. The importance of I I understand culturally it doesn't look good, but then who is suffering? You're the one suffering. So please stop suffering in silence and seek out, seek out the help you
0: need. Right, right, right. So let's talk about. So so when you had the coaching and you engaged with the peer coaching as well and then you decided to get trained in this arena so let's talk about your program the kind of services you bring to women i really want to hear about what you do um, to empower women who've gone through breast cancer
1: absolutely so so um, i should explain so so stands for support empowerment and wellness so we we try to do Um, Of course, the the support part, we typically partner with institutions that have cancer treatment centers, um, and we are um, able to bring to them a program. For example, we have an eight week program where it's a weekly peer coaching group coaching. Um, We are also able to do it virtually so we're able to um, service all of the United States um, as of now. and not just the state i'm in and through those eight weeks we meet um, for an hour the clients are provided with an additional um e journal i'm kind of i'm an educator so it feels like a textbook that's uh, i provide them with but then we take each topic of recovery and break it down some of the first few weeks are focused on that personal recovery framework um, and then coming up with a plan of when you feel like things are breaking down or identifying what um, triggers. Um, because as a breast cancer survivor, for example, there are different things that can trigger you. Um, I'm a mom now of, I had just had a second child to God be the glory for that. Congratulations. Um, and I'm not able to breastfeed oh, and no. it's a little triggering, right? Cause I lost my breast. Oh. So identifying triggers like that, that is very specific to you as a breast cancer survivor and coming out with, okay, clearly stating, Yes, this is a trigger because you have to know your trigger. So when it comes, you know exactly how to proceed and act Um, and then coming up with just a plan of a daily wellness toolbox of things you have to do as a survivor. There are things you still have to do daily to make sure that your wellness is still number one priority. Um, For me personally, some of the things I have to do daily is taking time to journal, um, to clear my thoughts. And sometimes, you know, in the rat race of life, you stop moving so fast and you don't take time for yourself. Um, You know, simple things as like making sure I get my sleep, making sure I'm drinking water, even though it sounds very simple. These are the basic wellness tools that if you don't do, especially as a survivor, you might end up pushing yourself into more bad health and potentially um, running into some problems later. So for me, we teach our clients the daily wellness toolbox of the things they should try to incorporate into their life to ensure that they are, you know, living the, the best version of their lives possible after breast cancer.
0: Okay, this is really good stuff. So, the the work you're doing, it's accessible virtually, it's once a week, it's an eight-week program, and you provide daily tools of wellness for people who are going through breast cancer, and your program is it accessible globally i know you you're based in the united states so if someone is say for instance in africa or asia can they access your program as well so not right now
1: but i definitely We have our Instagram page. We also have a website where we do a monthly newsletter for more education because I think it's so important to educate women and men because we know men also get breast cancer. um, But our focus has been women, um, but to educate the public so they can definitely either um, go ahead to the website. and subscribe to our newsletter to get more education. Um, Our Instagram page definitely tries to educate also. And then lastly, we actually have um, a 10 day wellness challenge and it's virtual too. So if anyone is interested, there is a link that I think will come up in the bio um, that they can register for if they would
0: like. Okay, all right. So I'm going to put the link for your website in the podcast notes, and um, you have an Instagram page. Can can you share your um, your handle? What's what's your what's your handle?
1: Absolutely. My handle is at Ask So Cancer Coach. So let me spell that. Okay. Ask as in A S K. And so, S-E-W, Cancer Coach, C-A-N-C-E-R-C-O-A-C-H. So ask, so, Cancer Coach.
0: Okay, so this will also be in the show notes today, the presentation notes. So what else do you want to share? Do you want to share, for instance, uh, one pearl of wisdom that women can take on this journey, because I know you've you've been through a lot with this diagnosis, and you found the strength to create this program to add value to people, and this is just amazing the work you're doing. So, is there one pearl of wisdom that you can share with the audience? Absolutely,
1: I think um, on the breast cancer journey, it can seem very um, dark um, because no one wants to to hear that, and I know there's so much research you can do, you know, online. Um, make sure you pick the right pick um, the right team, of course, that you trust um, to go through your treatment with. But I like this saying that I heard somewhere. Um, that says you need a therapist for your past and a coach for your future. Um, and I truly believe that, especially if you want to more than just survive breast cancer and thrive and, and live life to the fullest despite breast cancer. So making sure you, your team of um, your team of doctors and treatments, Um, includes going to see that therapist because there is a lot of um, things to unpack. Let's break that stigma um, and really address the core problems because sometimes just saying it out loud and talking about how you feel, again, for me, I experienced that feeling less than because I didn't have breasts. But saying it out loud, then understanding, but my life is still saved. I'm here to raise my child. Um, Yes, I mourn the loss of my breast, but I'm here to raise my child. So having that person to talk that out and say it out loud, that therapist is key. So a therapist for your past and a coach for your future that will give you tools, useful tools that you can use every day to continue to strive to be the best version of yourself.
0: That's brilliant because I never really thought about it that way. So you have a therapist for your past and then you have a coach to help you with your future. I think sometimes we use the word therapy and coach interchangeably, but really they're they're kind of not right? It's like very different. Yes,
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you know, we think about maybe even in sports, cause most people are always used to more as a sports coach, mm-hmm. but they are preparing you to play the best game ever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but you might go see if you get hurt, um, you might go see like a physical therapist or something. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think of it in that sense.
0: <laughs> wow. That is so insightful. I always learn from these podcasts. We, yes. We, we have quite a lot of content and I've spoken to great speakers and I always learn something new. So uh, thank you so much for sharing. Is there anything else you want to say before we head out?
1: Yeah, just one last thing again. Uh, we are having our free 10-day um, health challenge uh, Mental wellness challenge, and it's coming up in June. So be sure to either um, follow us on Instagram at Ask So Cancer Coach, um, and it's free, so you don't have to pay for it. But it's a great program where you will get to sort of hit that pause button and prioritize your wellness and kind of reinvigorate. What is important for you, because it's already the middle of the year so taking that time to pause. So feel free to follow us on social media or check out our website, um, and you can join the waitlist for the free 10 day wellness challenge coming up in June.
0: All right. And then uh, what's your website? And I will put the link, but you can just say in case people are driving and they can't.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. Our website is www.sewmentalwellnesscoaching.com. So S-E-W mentalwellnesscoaching.com.
0: Okay. So, and I will have that in the show notes in case you miss it or you can't write. Uh, It's been a pleasure, Edo, to to talk to you about your program, and I look forward to having um, collaborative programs with you. Um, If I know of anyone looking for a breast cancer coach, I'll definitely have you in mind. And I think with that, we're going to sign out. I've enjoyed this conversation. It was really nice.
1: Thank you so much. And Gus, I I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity to just share with your audience and encourage them and educate them. So thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: All right. Thanks a lot and take care and have a wonderful day.